No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, No Simple Road family, what's happening? Hey. Hello, everybody. want everybody out there to know that No Simple Road stands in solidarity with everybody out there that is fighting the good fight against police brutality, racism, and violence. We're glad you're here with us this week, everybody. And we want you to know that No Simple Road is committed to our mission of spreading love and light and family and community out into the universe to bring us all together. So we're glad you're here this week. We hope you enjoy the show. Shop tour bus. Shop tour bus. Shop tour bus. Shop tour bus. We got called cheesy. I think that's funny. Hey, everybody. <laughs> like cheesy. No Simple mm-hmm. Road is sponsored by the one and only greatest of greats, Shop Tour Bus. They're bringing you the coolest Grateful Dead inspired t-shirts, stickers, and other sundry merchandise. And they have some special things happening right now that Apple's going to tell you about. Yes, right now they have, they have released the sticker pack number eight. It is here. Not number seven. Nope. There's no seven minute abs, <laughs> six minute abs. Oh, they are holographic and they, you, you get four stickers there. You get the steal your, <clears throat> steal your tape, China cat, other one and Stella blue. What These other are one? large weatherproof vinyl slaps. So go on over there and check those out. They are awesome designs. And then they also have. It is, it is the Rose Bus Embroidery Proof. Oh, it looks really so cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Go to go to Instagram. You can check that out. Order their website and see that. They say that uh, hats are coming in time for Father's Day, which is right around the corner. And we also, here at No Simple Road, want to wish one of the members of Shop Tour Bus, Ella, Ella, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Ella. Happy Sweet 16. So everybody out there, go to at Shop Tour Bus on Instagram or shoptourbus.com online and check out all the stuff that they have. When you check out, put in the promo code No Simple Road, and you are going to get free shipping for being part of the family and supporting the No Simple Road family of sponsors. I know stuff is weird, man. And one of the most important things to do when things are weird is to take care of, of your, your head. head. You don't want to go through everything that's going on right now just all willy-nilly. 
you want to you want to you want to take care of yourself, man. <laughs> Head over to Define Premium Cannabis. They got two locations here in the Portland area to serve you: one in Hillsboro and one in Forest Grove. The one in Hillsboro where Apple works, he will actually float out of the back room when you come in and tell them that you're part of the No Simple Road family. He floats out of the back room in a mock UFO made out of cardboard boxes. And he has this little ray gun that he shoots at you and it will give you exactly the cannabis that you need in his ray gun. Yeah, that's what I do. So that is. So if you need help, and I can tell you right now, people are taking care of their heads. We've been yeah. very, very busy through this, and it's great to be providing the medicine to people when they need it. Absolutely. So if you need help finding something for your element, that is our specialty. We have people come in every day that don't. It's very confusing. People come in, they don't have a clue. Our cases are so full of product. So if you need your vapables, dabables, smokables. Your lotions, your tinctures, we have you covered in all of these areas. If it's something we don't carry, I can usually find it and get it in. So come out to Forest Grove or Hillsboro. As Aaron said, I'm in Hillsboro, and we will get you educated, and we will help you take care of your mind, body, and soul. And and if you're feeling better. Tell them that you're part of the No Simple Road family when you go in there. They will give you 10% off your purchase and a free t-shirt. So you're going to get your body and mind taken care of. You're going to get clothed, and it's going to be good for you. So take care of yourselves out there, you guys. Visit Define Premium Cannabis. Follow them on Instagram at Define Premium Cannabis, and take care of your head. Have you ever listened to fish? Out of a fish? That you got from electric fish lights? Shit! Shit. (laughs) Hey, man. You guys, check it out. This is a new commercial. We have a new sponsor. You ready? Electric Electric fish fish lights. lights. (laughs) Guys, this is the coolest thing ever. This is IQ light technology. So IQ is interlocking quadrilaterals. And these are like little plastic shapes. And they can be put together in pretty much any configuration that your mind can conceive. I'm talking like any sports team, any jam band thing, any animal, any cartoon character. SpongeBob, the Minions, Pickle Rick, Jellyfish, Fishes. Jasper happened to get a jellyfish and a fish. And I got a uh, Philadelphia Eagles one. And I got one of my buddies, uh, Dallas Cowboys one. If you if you want to see what the heck we're talking about, go on Instagram, go to at Electric Fish Lights or go to electricfishlights.com. This is a member of the No Simple Road family. These lights are dope as shit. And what he's doing, he's hooking you guys up. If you go and you purchase a light from him, you're going to get 10% off. Just put in the comments when you check out on the website that you are part of the No Simple Road family. He will apply the 10% code to your purchase. Or if you do the light changing color upgrade, the color changing light upgrade, when you check out, he's going to throw in one of those dope ass No Simple Road posters for you guys. So he's not only a member (laughs) of the family, he's hooking up the family. Electric Fish Lights is lighting up your life with love and creativity and color and fun and cuteness and badassery. And there's a lot of love coming out of those, uh, you know, lights in that way that he sends things and his thought behind them so just know that you'll be supporting a beautiful family and uh and a member of the no simple road family you will have a fun, raw, lot of fun with these oh lights i've had mine for so months much and fun. i still play with it every night discover new patterns get the upgrade or you will be disappointed <laughs> yes, if you, you don't will. you and want it to flash upgrade. and do yep. colors and all the fancy fun stuff if so you got do posters upgrade, on your, get that print it's a great night light too. if you got posters on your wall and you buy one of these lights man 
your posters are going, you're never going to see them the same again as long as you live. So Also, some of your um, uh, festival clothes, those things will True. definitely oh, yeah. be yeah. fun underneath yep. those lights. So go to electricfishlights.com and follow them on Instagram at electricfishlights. And remember, you guys, this is the No Simple Road family taking care of the family. You can actually get one of those cool posters with the color changing light upgrade or just 10% off. So. And I just want to throw in real quick, because if you go to a shop right now, it doesn't always have everything up there. You need to hit them up, go to the contact, contact him. If you have a certain sports team, he does college stuff, everything. Hit him up and ask him what he can do. Send him ideas. John will do it. Yep. Basically, anything you can conceive of, he said about 70% of the time they can pull off if it's not too crazy. So go check it out, you guys. Support the No Simple Road family. We love you, John. No Simple Road is part of Osiris Media, and I just keep getting more and more proud to be part of this family that is making serious moves, man, in the podcasting world. We are happy to announce a new podcast on Osiris Media called Past, Present, Future Live. This is like any, unlike any show that, that's been out there. It's, it's part interview and part performance. I, I guess that's how you would explain it. Every week they're going to be talking to an artist about their past from like their musical memories to their first paid gig and then the present, what they're doing now and the future, including things these artists still want to do. And at the end, the artist plays a few exclusive live tracks that have defined their musical journeys. Every week, the performance videos from the episode will be posted on the Osiris Pod YouTube page. And the first episode is out now. Past, present, future live with Eric Krasno. Check it out, you guys. Osiris Media. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast, Inside the Musician's Brain, is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. 
check it out. Sweat. Oh, no, just kidding. Hey now, no simple road family. Welcome back. How you Welcome guys doing? Welcome back. The same Hola, family. Are you guys old enough out there to know? Welcome back, yes, Cotter. Yes, there's Welcome a lot of people Cotter. that know. Is Welcome it Cotter back. or Carter? Cotter. 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 Mr. Cotter. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. Mr. Cotter. Yeah, I, you know, it's good to be back. We had a week off. We did a heads talking on Sunday. If you haven't listened to that, we got into a nice little discussion. It, it actually came from the end of this episode so uh we interviewed our brothers the higgs and yeah. uh, we did something a little different this week we didn't do a an interview per se we um well we know the higgs you know we've had them on a few times and it's cute to have a fresh idea and i think it got a lot of uh you know Nice conversation out there. So when the quarantine started, I saw this video with this lady, and I'm sure a lot of you guys out there saw this too, and she had people pick an animal, a color, um, mm. a season, and something else, and you didn't know why you were doing it, and then you picked it, and you wrote why, and then she explained at the end, what each thing represented. Like if you pick the color blue and then why you like That represents your sex life and the animal represented something else and whatever. So I thought it would be cool with the Higgs to do something not exactly like that, but along those lines. So we asked some very pointed questions to each of the members of the band. And And we all answered them too. And we answered them too. It was fun going around on everybody... But uh, it was it, it teetered on being cheesy, but it really does explain people's inner working. Like the reason that we like the things that we like are not just cut and dry, simple reasons. They're, they're just not. When you like something, it reveals something hidden inside of you. It reveals a little secret part of your nature because that thing represents something. And so asking a silly question like, if you were a sandwich, what kind of sandwich would you be? Um, and then hearing the answer, why? Not just the answer like, I would be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then going on, but hearing why reveals something about the person's personality. And since we're close with the Higgs, I thought it would be cool to get insights into who each of these guys are because... They are so different individually. Yeah, they are. And they meld so well together. And I just love how they have each other's back and how how they see the world. They're beautiful guys with um, soft and sweet hearts, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very, very talented. I'm sure most of you have heard them out there, but this is always fun with them. This was ex- super fun because we had taken a week off. We were ready, like to talk yeah. to somebody yeah. and and to, to come back with these. You know, we've like commingled our families. We've seen them live several times. We've had, you'll hear more about that. We've had some good times with them. Well, we and, talk about and it in this. It's cool too, like seeing 
what a brotherhood yeah. is is re, um, in action. Like when we first met them, we are on similar trajectories with them. Yeah. And so there was a lot of camaraderie in that, in just being in flight together yeah. and, and understanding where we were at and, and then getting to know them and seeing where they're at. Like one of the most profound realizations that I've had doing no simple road came from something that Jesse, I think it was Jesse said. And that was like, when we all got on the same page that's when things started to take off yeah. and I'm paraphrasing, but um, that really stuck in my head at the time when he said it. And that's how no simple road was too for us. Like when we all got on the same page and were fully invested in this thing, that's when things started really happening for the show. So I appreciate these guys and I'll have them on a million times. They have a, a new album out called Rose will fall mixtape and uh yeah it's a yeah and that's explained in this mm-hmm. how, how they came up with the name why they did some of the songs that this is a great album it's super cool man and there is some super sick jams on there and i forgot uh, anyway we say it in here i forgot what the name was he called it something mixtape and i knew the reference anyway well, you'll hear it in yeah this. you guys There's will know in a minute apple's blanking out but it doesn't matter you'll know well it, i gotta say to you guys probably one of our past episodes it this will we will never forget this one we got to be there when they played terrapin station mm-hmm. uh terrapin crossroads or, uh, terrapin, terrapin <laughs> they, they didn't play ter- terrapin ter- station ter- terrapin crossroads yeah and we interviewed them in the bar on the stage at terrapin crossroads which i mean amazing experience we got to share it with these guys our brothers yeah man so you know this is just a little bit of the no simple road family talking to the no simple road family talking to you guys in the no simple road family it's like a trifecta of family love and bonding that's going on here and like i said we did something a little different so i i really hope you guys enjoy it it's it's a lot of fun and uh i am proud to call them my friends yeah and this will this will this will be up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. The, this, video. the Zoom video will be up on YouTube. Th- this is the most we've ever had. It was like, oh, we all commented and we're laughing. It was like Hollywood squares because totally. there was five squares at once. <laughs> Jesse's square is kind of weird. And- well, Jesse's comes and goes because <laughs> Je- you'll, you'll, you'll hear it. But, you know, you know how it works, man. We got to do the business before we do the thing. The business. The business. So follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road on Twitter and all the other social media at no simple road. And Hey, check this out. Use the hashtag no simple road. When you do your posts, that way we can know who's in the no simple road family and we can like your posts and we can take care of each other online and make sure that everybody's safe and sound and loving each other out there. Cause that's what it's all about. And also, you know what? What? I don't know. Chicken, Chicken butt. butt. No. <laughs> uh, that was good, guys. If oh. you want to check out more about No Simple Road, you can go to www.nosimpleroad.com and you can go to the gear tab and get No Simple Road merch. And you can sign up for the newsletter, which comes out periodically when I get a wild hair up my ass and decide to write a newsletter. <laughs> and you can normally check out our calendar of events, which hopefully will start filling up again soon as things start to open up and we're going to start seeing small things at first and then bigger and bigger and bigger, and bigger until we're standing on the moon with nothing left to do i can't wait for that first show post quarantine man i'm just I'm foaming at the mouth at this point he is speaking of foaming at the mouth if you want to foam at the mouth too because you're so happy that you're supporting no simple road you can go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and you can 
help keep gas in the proverbial no simple road tank that is patreon.com forward slash no simple road you can give as little as a buck a month you can give a dollar 33 you can give five dollars and 72 cents you can give 18 dollars and six cents if you want whatever your number is we're not going to be angry at you just um we'll be happy at you we'll be happy (laughs) we'll be happy right at you yeah (laughs) so you know and also one last thing as we're winding down to the end of the business as we wind on down the road are we winding on down the road yeah the no simple road whoa yeah we are huh check that out if you are listening to us on apple Podcasts, do a solid man leave us a five-star review i uh we like to read those yeah we love to read well it's been a while so i kind of stopped talking about them why'd you Um, do that well the last one was april 28th yeah there hasn't been one in a bit nothing in may and yeah, so but I haven't been on my game. We did get a DM today that I'm going to read you guys. Okay. That's it's from Chris W. And Chris said, um, "Hang on, hang on." I think Chris it's said, "Pronounced Chris." Bleh. Yeah, oh. Chris. <laughs> he said, "I just wanted to drop this. This came in through Instagram, and uh, just wanted to drop you a message to say I really enjoy listening to your show each week." Admittedly, I thought you guys were a bit cheesy at first. And I guess COVID has me, has kind of had me in a bad mood, but I kept listening and you grew on me. We do that like, like fungus, <laughs> like weird mycelium between At your first toes. first you'll be a little irritated and might itch a few times yeah. and you're like, oh wait. I, I miss that itch. Wait. I love the episode with Brent Rademacher from Gospel Beach. Me too. Me too. I really w- enjoyed it. And hearing stories about Neil, who I miss dearly. I got to meet Neil briefly before a CRB show at Bell's Brewery in 2018, and he was such a nice guy. Aww. It sucks to not be attending any shows this summer. I had planned on seeing Fish Times 3, Dead & Company, Jackson Brown, as well as James Taylor. It'll be a huge bummer not wow. seeing James friends Taylor. in the lot. But... Thanks for accepting me into the family. I feel better and less disenchanted after listening to you guys. One of my best friends, Dan, lives in Portland. If I ever make it back out there, I hope to buy you a heady rogue dead guy ale or two. Yeah, now you're talking. Mm-hmm. Keep up the positive vibes and peace. Chris in East Lansing, Michigan. Chris. Chris in Michigan. Chris from Michigan. Dude, if you get out here, you make sure to hit us up. We love it when yeah. people come visit. We will go out and have a brew. I know I will have a crack of beer with you. really sweet what you said, and I'm glad that you said that, that you feel less disenchanted after listening. I want to feel yeah, less disenchanted. That is important to me. Like, if we can put someone in a good mood after the show, then right the heck on Look, we I, all need to have a little yeah. perk up from I something. What he said to you, I, pre- I appreciate that you that you, that you like we came off a little cheesy. I mean, we are cheesy sometimes. We, are we love it. Cheesy. That's what we are. We're cheesy when the mics. Yeah, are take off. it away. Take away the mics. Yeah, they're and we're really still cheesy, funny you guys. And cheesy. So, and we've <laughs> heard too. from a lot of people. I was just gonna say that you know some people, some people really like just the interviews. Some people really like just us being cheesy and doing our thing. Some like the whole thing. So, if you are a new listener and you don't, you think we're cheesy at first. Go check out the interview. Come back to us. Give us a shot like Chris, you know, just, well, just keep and, listening. And also, if you're a new listener, that's why we do Heads Talking. Yeah. Heads Talking is just us hanging out, talking about stuff. Well, and it grew out of the need for people to um, not have as much talk in front of the show. Yeah. And want <laughs> yeah. and still well, yeah. want and, and still four wanting four hour to, episodes with an hour interview. Yeah, and still <laughs> wanting to, you know, kind of keep up on what's going on with the No Simple Road family and what we were up to, you know, concert wise, festival wise, 
you know, community wise, whatever. So, and that does keep it more, it's, that's more relevant. The heads talking, because sometimes when we do an interview, we've done them two, three weeks ago because we stay very busy. So the heads talking is a weekly update. We record and put out on Sundays. And that reminds me, um, you know, with everything that's going on, this was recorded prior to everything that's happening. So, you know, we are not skirting the issues. This just was recorded before that. And, and I mean, if we we should just mention it briefly. Well, you know what? Here's the deal, man. No Simple Road is remaining true to its original mission of, like I said in the beginning of the episode, community, love, family, yeah. music. That's our bag. We're not a political podcast. It's not our thing. You guys all out there know where we stand. And that's that. And so yeah, and that does not mean that we are not political or that this is just not that this platform. Yeah, yeah. This isn't that thing. So you, you guys, if you want to talk about it, I'm here. And uh, Absolutely. Mel and Apple are both here and we're listening and we're standing in solidarity with everybody. And you know what? I, I just, when I close my eyes at night, I am vibrating with love and light. And that's not being cheesy. I'm being serious. That is the energy that needs to be out there right now. We need to love each other, man. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say about that. So let's get them to the interview. What do you guys say? Let's yes. get to the interview. All right, you guys. So um, this is how it works. Uh, you ready? Without further ado, the No Simple Rogue crew gives you the, the Higgs.
Hi guys. Hey, What's are we, on, guys? we doing it? How you doing? We are doing Bro. it. Yeah. We are doing we're it. We're live. We're live. We're, we're, we're like on YouTube right now and like all Ooh. kinds of stuff is happening. Ooh. People are hearing this. But, but who me. are we awesome. live with? The Higgs. Gentlemen, take it away. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> Let's start up in the top left corner. I don't think they have well, you the guys same layout. Oh, no, you yeah, they don't. Yeah, you guys do it. You can figure it out. What, what do you yeah. see? Is that me? Am I, am I on your top left? Ha- sure. 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 <laughs> cool. I just stay far sky. Play bass with the Higgs. All right, on David. Good. Good to have you. Good to be here. And what's going on? I'm John Lavero, guitar player, singer for the Higgs. Glad to be here. Lover of. No Simple Road podcast. Oh, and I love that little cute Jerry Garcia right next he's ro- to you. He's rocking your swag. <laughs> right oh my on. Gosh. <laughs> well, that's ironic and beautiful. And last but certainly not least, uh, I'm Garrett Morris, uh, drummer of the Higgs. Hi, guys. And uh, this feels like Hollywood Squares. It totally it does. does. I love Hollywood <laughs> Squares. And who are, were, were Je- Jesse was not able to technologically get into this. Get his shit together. <laughs> he may be popping popping in with okay, us. I hope, uh, I hope so. Now, he may not. But so we had talked a few weeks ago and uh, talked a little bit about the album. And I want everybody out there to know that Higgs have a new live album out. Rose Will Fall. Why is... Okay, where'd the name come from, first of all? Uh, actually, it was... Um, a concept our buddy had a uh, mixtape um so like i don't know like my sister when i was a kid had all these she would make these like cassette tapes um of yes. different artists she liked and i would steal them from her and play them and like learn about all these new bands and stuff and so the concept came from that um taking live music uh different songs from our live shows put them together um and creating our own mixtape so it's Rose will fall mixtape. That's really friggin' fun and cool. Do you remember when you were younger, like you had, do you ever have a tape recorder? Right? Just like one oh, of those yeah. little, and then you press record and then you either sing into it or you like hold it up to the speaker and record it. And like, that was awesome technology. It was like, it got you involved in it and the music making process and, and storing it, like being a historian of it. So like whoever comes along has like Metallica and Danzig and like, you know, new, <laughs> you know, Bobby Brown, all of this in the same one. I remember which is like, so remember fun. we had to call it, we'd call into the radio. I was just going to say that. Yeah. So I was just early say. 80s. Ask to play songs. So you, and you'd have to sit there by the radio waiting for him to play your request. So you could get the whole song. Mm-hmm. And then you were the cool kid. Cause you got it before anybody. It's like, I got the whole, I got ACDC back in black on cassette, man. Well, the whole, yeah. the whole mixtape thing is awesome. Cause it's like if you were making somebody a mixtape or making it for yourself, it was really intentional. And it was something that you like, you really cared about every song that was on there. And it kind of told a story if you were being romantic or yeah. not, you know, like that, I remember making a junior high. Hey, hey, I made this for you, babe. So where, where was all this recorded? for for the album was it all at the same place the same show or was it different different stuff there were there were about four different venues that we pulled from um and we just kind of took 
versions of songs that we liked, threw them together. Um, and we, we call that the Moon Tower Soiree. <laughs> Ooh, like moon Tower. Party, Party at the, at moon the Moon Tower. Tower. Do you definitely want to dress up for it. Yeah. Party at the Moon Tower. <laughs> and All right, all right. <laughs> is, it, is it all original or is there covers on there? Couple it's covers. actually the first time we've released uh, an album with some covers on it. Pink Floyd, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which is Floyd, amazing. some uh, the band. There's a band cover on there. Yeah, don't do it's on there. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was a band song. I thought Actually, that was who you did guys. The, who did the original of that? Oh yeah, we do it in like the styling of the band, but um, I think it was the Now Green tune. Oh, I gotta look that up. I'm not mistaken. Right. We need we, we need sure a fact check. Fact check. Fact check. <laughs> I did that. This is like Hollywood. Totally. So we're going to, we're going to do something different. I, I wanted to talk about the album cause I want people to listen to it. I want them to download it. I want them to buy it, help you guys out, but I want to do something different. Cause we've, we've had you guys on the show. People have heard from me, but I had an idea and I'll, I'll start it. Okay. It's going to be kind of cheesy, but it's, it's like thought exercises. It's something to help you think. Okay. So, the first question that I'm going to ask, and I want to start with John and then go to Garrett and then David. Okay. So that we don't get confused. Um, in your life, music is a huge thing. Obviously you've dedicated everything to that because it matters to you. It, something happened in your life that made you decide that you wanted to be a musician. And if you're like me and you guys were all a lot alike, when you're tripping out, when you're having a hard time, when things are good, music is the thing that you go to for, for healing, for, for all of it. Right. Company. Yeah. So in life, there's certain songs that, uh, hit you. And if you had to pick one song that like told your story, you can only pick one. Okay. Out of, it can be yours. It can be somebody else's song, any of it. So like what I mean is, Ooh, yeah, yeah go let him in. Hold on. You got to push on it. Yeah. There you go. Apple. Hey, oh, shit. Look who's here. Special guest. What's up? <laughs> Welcome, Jesse. He's connecting, connecting. to his audio. Oh. Hey, but before you finish hey. that um, question, yeah. uh, Marvin Gaye actually performed Baby Don't Do It. Okay, first. and it was written by a Holland Dozier and a, Holland and Dozier. I remember I did look this up when we put it on the record for the. Uh, <laughs> oh, make sure get it right. All right, our facts are straight. What's up, guys? What's Jesse, up? what's Jesse? happening? Jesse. Welcome, man. All right, so Jesse, I'm going to bring. Jesse. I'm going to bring you up to speed. To see how Jesse's doing first. <laughs> That's what I was just doing. <laughs> what's going on, man? Not a whole lot, dude. Just doing, actually, doing a lot of kid stuff. That's why I. Uh, was late to the meeting. I'm actually on my cell phone. Can you see me okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where are you? Well, in the park? You guys look beautiful. Oh, thanks, man. You too. So check it out, man. This is what we're up to. Um, I'm, I'm just started asking a question. We're going to go around the room and get everybody's answer. We're going to start with John, go to Garrett, Barsky, and then you. Um, so like, if there was one song that told your story, what would it be? So like for me... 
out of all the music that I've listened to, if I had, if I could pick one song that would like, okay, that's my thing. I have to go with Hendrix. Have you ever been to Electric Ladyland? Like that, that song did something for me. And are you experienced? Yeah, like that stuff feels like me to me when I listen to it. If that makes any kind of sense. So that's where I'm going with it. So John, go ahead. For you, what would it be? Ooh, that is such a tough question. Yep. That is such a tough question. Um, you know, I really, I really relate to Warfrat a lot um, because of the story of like this guy who's kind of like wandering and like on his own path and kind of becomes disconnected from society. Right. And um, then he's like speaking to someone who like obviously has more of a connection with like a normal way of life and like a normal uh, way of like living in society. And then this like conversation starts and it's almost like it's like an internal conversation. Like it could be one person having a conversation with himself and just like the contrast in like um, in like darkness and beauty in, in that song just kind of like represents life so well. Wow. Um, just like how you could feel so disconnected, but someone could like easily just like bring you back in and give you hope. And I feel like that's what that conversation is. It's like a man who's lost distant from society. And then someone who's much more connected coming in, listening to his story mm-hmm. and then entertaining it. And then telling him like uh, at the end of the song, like, uh, basically like his love still remembers you and maybe we'll come back one day. And it's just, um, it's really powerful. I, I really relate to that. That wasn't, that was a beautiful fucking answer, man. That was, yeah. you, that wasn't a hard question for you. You nailed it. That that's Thanks, exactly what I'm talking about. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Right answer square yeah. number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Next. So, um, I'm going to go to stairway to heaven by Led Zeppelin. Really? Um, it's just like when I first heard that in high school, I was like completely blown away. Um, and the drums don't come in for what, like six minutes or something. <laughs> but when they come in, it's like so powerful. And then, you know, um, the message to like, or I'll read the last. I pulled it up real quick. The last um, paragraph. And as we wind on down the road, our shadows taller than our soul. There walks a lady we all know who shines white light. And wants to be and wants to show how everything still turns to gold and if you listen very hard the tune will come to you at last when we're all one and one is all to be rock and not to roll and she's buying a stairway to heaven that's wow. fucking hell yeah. that's so sick wow, wow. You, you know the songs like that man like I heard that growing up my whole life I it, there's jokes about it that I learned to play it on the guitar and they can become like yeah. Jesse. I think we're getting some wind from your speaker. Should I mute? If you can mute, hang on. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Thank you, John. They can become like I'm like a, I'm like a grandfather over here. I can't. I try to like get the app. I don't know what I'm doing. There's <laughs> 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 like, like some, dude. I'm not. Dude, listen to me. Listen. I'm not kidding. I, I shit you not. When I was trying to download, I was like, oh my god, it's the meeting, you know. And then I was, and it, then it wasn't working on my phone. They're like, oh, you got to download the app. So I started doing that. It's like taking forever for some reason. Then some like homeless dude slowly walks over to me and um and hands me this bag, and I take the bag, and he walks away, and it's like these nasty like baby diapers. <laughs> 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 like, the stench was, dude. The stench 
was amazing. I mean, wow. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what is this? Why what did, is you, why did you take I, I have to know why you took it. Yeah. The fuck? I thought we weren't going to have to make any edits on this video. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you're, not, you're not editing out the, the, the baby No, no, no absolutely not. not. You no. didn't answer the question, <laughs> why already, did you take yeah. the bag? I've already, dude, I've already shot the load. Dude, I've already shot the load. It's like George Costanza. I'm, and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Why did you take the bag? <laughs> You'll never know, Ryder. Okay. It's, it's oh like, why gosh. is 42 the answer to the universe? It just is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, songs like that can become... You don't listen to them after a while. It becomes like white noise because you've heard it so many times. But when you sat and you read that, that's intense. Like, okay, I get it. Totally. Um, Barsky, you're up. Um, yeah, I'd probably have to put like maybe like 20 Dylan tunes tied as as number one. Because uh, uh, pretty on, much like only, most Dylan tunes just one, like man. resonate with me on some like hardcore level. I just love that shit. Dylan's my number one, so. Aww. All right. um, you know, all of like Blood on the Tracks, that whole album's amazing. Oh, yeah. um, so Tangled Up in Blue, all that. Okay. Love that. All right. Jesse? Jesse. <laughs> Jesse's pondering. <laughs> Jesse's frozen. Oh, he's, he's out. out. Oh. Oh, there there we go. <laughs> unmute yourself. You got to unmute. Unmute, Grandpa. <laughs> you're muted. <laughs> hey, you're, you're muted. <laughs> <laughs> So this right now is my life at work. There you are. Because now, now see, see how down it's gone? You're good. You're good. So it's your turn, Jesse. <laughs> I think he's muted again. Say, um, there you go. Great question. Um, it's going to be Pink Floyd. I say uh, The Wall. My uncle Whoa. was living at our house um, and going to college when the wall came out and I was probably like, I don't know, I'm guessing like seven right now, but and it's, and then we went to the super late shows, like when they still had movies at like 1130 at night. So I was like, Whoa, I can just stay up late with my uncle. And we went to the show and we went to the movie and like, you know, I didn't even know what I was seeing. You know, it was just, I just knew it was this wild thing. And my, when we left, my uncle's like, Jesse, do you realize what we just saw and what, what that band just did? And I was like, we know what he's like, dude, that that's going to change everything. He's like that record is going to change the world. And in a way it did um, because it really opened up people's consciousness. And I mean, just, just years later, you know, the cold war ended. So, and that, I think that album literally changed people's consciousness. So I'm going to say the wall. Wow. That's awesome. I remember when I first saw that movie, cause I think my mom was uh, suspicious that I was smoking weed because this was like when rental stores were still available. You could go to, go to like a blockbuster or a Hollywood video and rent stuff. She came home one night for me, with uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Pink Floyd, The Wall. What? So that's why I'm pretty suspicious that she was suspicious that I was smoking weed. Were you smoking she was trying weed? to facilitate some entertainment for me. Aww. So I, I watched that movie stoned out of my mind. Okay, and yeah, yeah. I will never forget that. It was like on a little tiny TV in my room, like one of those like combo TVs with like the VHS player and everything. And like, oh man, just such a phenomenal movie. And it's historical. Like you learn things about... Yeah. history in that movie yeah, i still have the dvd somewhere wow there's certain albums like that man that are like i don't know how many times we watched the movie and totally again that are and like def <laughs> define a generation kind of thing and the wall is definitely one of those that like that for me is like it represents a certain period in my life that thing i listened to that thing so many times I fucking wore the grooves out on the vinyl like Good. wow 
that... David Gilmore is just incredible. I just I was just watching um a show from '89 that he did just like last week or something. Yeah, he's... It's like the production level on that show is just insane yeah and even the stuff yeah, like you could just listen to gilmar play guitar by himself right. for an hour and that would be entertaining all right incredible awesome so apple what's your answer right said fred i'm too sexy <laughs> hell, okay. yes. <laughs> hell yes i love that actually, catwalk strut. actually I, i'm gonna play out what jesse said because one of, and it's hard to say a saw it's like pigs on the wing but the entire animals album i mean it breaks down society it go and and Gilmore's guitar work on that is some of my favorite. That actually animal. Gilmore didn't play on that album. They had a studio musician come in and sub for him. No, yeah, his name was his name was Janky Jenkins. That's an inside joke with Wrong the Higgs. I mean, it's not true. Okay, okay, it's a joke pointed at me. Just so you know, as many of the jokes are in the band. Common, <laughs> common. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that's it for me. I could put that on any time. Happy, sad, oh. whatever. That as soon as I hear the first note on that album, I just I I leave I leave here and go there. And it, yeah. it's just fantastic. I'm too sexy or, or animal. Yeah, both. <laughs> Actually, both. both. Uh, <laughs> oh and then, okay, I, then at Christmas time, Santa's got to throw away. I listen to it all year long, at least once a week. I put it on when I go to sleep. Frank Sinatra's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is one of my fucking favorite songs ever since childhood. Are you sure you're not a serial killer? Frank Sinatra's is the best. Oh, that's true. Okay, you're allowed. You look like Santa. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of have a rule, like, when it's Christmas time, like, only Sinatra Christmas music. Really? That's it. I, 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 I don't know. Like Mariah Carey's cool, and like all that other stuff is cool too. But Sinatra Christmas music is the best. One hundred percent agree. Bing Crosby, <laughs> others they people are like it's like they come close, but nobody does it like Frank mm-hmm. Sinatra all day. Well, yeah, I would have loved to see some real crooners back in the day, man. Uh, like who? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, like in who? Vegas. When like I was a kid, pack. I thought that was like the worst music. Oh no, kid. that shit's awesome. But, but I, I mean, I totally get it now. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think I'm going to have to go with Bruno Mars on this. Really? Yeah. You know, like he, that song came to me at a pivotal time, 24 Karat Magic. And it just like you've listened to the lyrics. Um, it's super pop and whatever, but it's like a point of like reaching a, a height within yourself to me. And so when I listen to that, it makes me happy on all levels. It makes me want to dance. It like kind of is like a personal anthem. So wow. there's that. Okay. I, I was expecting something like that yeah. from, from Mel. We should make a Spotify playlist with all these songs. Yeah. We totally should. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. All right. Um, mine Ride, would rider. be Green Valley by Peace Fur. It's, oh, yeah. it's about like. Can you say that again? Green Valley by Pucifer. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, it's just about like bringing yourself to whatever trial and letting it guide you. Like it's shaped, I guess it's kind of shaped how I, it shaped how I approached psychedelics uh, before I even took psychedelics. And through that kind of shaped how I live Whatever happens, happens. That's great. So we play it every time. Every time we you do. trip, every you time I, trip, that song. I, I put it on. Yeah. yeah, but at the end of the night, I know it's almost bedtime. Ryder puts on Green Valley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Landing right. gear. Okay, so 
The, what are you going to do with that information? I'm going to make a Spotify Kinder. playlist. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to listen to that when we hang up. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So like I said in the beginning, music is this like healing thing. And it uh, is the healing. Yeah. Thing. Not the only, but like it is like a alpha. So, but everybody has a different idea of what the job of the musician is. Some people think that a musician's job is to entertain. Some people think that a musician's job is to write good songs lyrically. Some people think that a musician's job is to make good music. Like, and I know it can be all of those things, but let's, let's do the same order again. Okay. So if you had to boil it down to one thing, like what is the mission of the musician? I like that. Well, you're first. Uh, for me, um, I think I think the mission. I think honestly, the mission change, has changed throughout my life because as of the, it evolved and as I evolved and became, in a way, smarter or more wise, I understood that and that music is truly healing. I could have the worst day ever and come to practice, and then uh, and, and within like the first like you know few bars i'm already like in, ama- in a great mood you know it's 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 immediate so i would say that for sure but at first it was to get the chicks you know <laughs> hey. jesse is there anything else you can think of at the top of your head that makes you feel like that immediate mood change and happy like that well <laughs> yeah a couple things um like with uh it sounds cheesy but like when my kids smile and it's like, or they like have a genuine laugh from their gut. That's not that's, not that's, like that's fucking yeah. rad. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sex. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's and, great. And, and pies from Walmart. <laughs> from Walmart. <laughs> pies from Walmart. Yeah. Walmart pies. So for, for me, <clears throat> before I got turned on to the dead, I thought the, the mission of the musician was for entertainment. And then I got turned on to the dead and my whole life changed. And for me, music became a learning instrument. It became uh, a way for me to find expression of those parts of myself that I couldn't normally get out. And those emotions and stuff that were inside of me that I couldn't express music was expressing that for me. And so the mission of the musician became expression of my inner parts by somebody else. So that's my answer. What about you, John? I'll go next. Okay. Um, since we're all out of order now. Yeah, screw it. <laughs> yeah. We're all out of order. Garrett, I love how you we just do, play with whatever comes along. So fun about <laughs> He's you. He's the drummer. I know. That's why I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too. So I think first and foremost, we're entertainers. Um, We're on stage to entertain. People come pay money to be entertained. Um, And then a byproduct of that is having fun and giving and receiving joy. Um, My ultimate goal is to experience joy and to give joy to other people. so those are my main things. I love that. Wow. That's a good answer. That was great. All right. Who's going next? Barsky. Barsky? Uh, John. 
you know, uh, what is music? I mean, it's, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> gosh, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. John, why don't you go first? <laughs> the musician's job. What is it? If, if I had to boil it down to one thing, Yeah, I would have to honestly, like I, before Jesse even answered that, I was already going with healing. That was my one word that I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to have to second that. Okay. Um, and uh, I kind of just got led into music because of that too. I didn't really start appreciating music until I reached a point in my life where I started to feel pain and started to struggle. And I found music as like yes. this uh, thing that would make me, cry these beautiful tears of joy when I needed it so bad. And it was just an escape for me, something that I could always look to and something I can still look to today to uh, bring a certain type of comfort that is, is just needed in human life. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's like, it's like at a certain point in my life, I, I agree with all the answers, by the way, too. Um, I think it's for fun. I think it's for entertainment, but um, yeah, healing. I'll just stick with that. Right. You know, I, I would say it's like, uh, you know, people, people write songs, you know, kind of based on what they're going through in life, you know, whatever it is, for better or for worse. And when you hear kind of how other people are experiencing life and how they're interpreting what's happening to them, it just kind of helps you kind of look at what's happening in your life in different ways. That's a trip, man. Like- I'd also like to add, you know, I, I believe joy is healing. Yeah. Uh, having oh, fun yeah. is healing. Um, it's not ignoring your problems, but recognizing them, being able to deal with them. Dude, I was ju- um, just saying this yesterday. Exactly. Up, like Mel and I were, were taking a walk and like my dad passed at the end of last year. And uh, I, I had never experienced like the loss of a parent <clears throat> and was pretty tore up and didn't have like a frame of reference to know like what I was going through. I knew I was sad and like, I knew that it hurt, but I didn't have any like way to process it in my head. Like my metabolism couldn't digest it. And we went and saw the Mike Gordon band. And, uh, the very first song I was super high and they came out and I, the first note, like the bass hit my chest and I was like, Oh my God, I'm grieving. And like, just that thought of like, wow, I'm feeling grief and the music hitting me. It released all this like pent up shit in me and I could move forward. That joy healed that grief in that moment because of the music simple. And it was awesome. And just that thought of like, wow, this is what I'm feeling. And then having all that joy around me made it okay. And that's, right. that's the power of music awesome. straight Absolutely. up. Hey, you go to a fish show. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're entertaining. Like, oh my God. Especially oh, yeah. Halloween. Yes. <laughs> like, I think some of their, their idols were like James Brown and Prince and like David Bowie, mm-hmm. like, like big entertainers who would put on shows. And Frank uh, Zappa. And Zappa. Yeah. yeah. And they they took so much from him. It's amazing. And not to mention those guys, when they're on, that is like joy distilled. Absolutely. It's like 
I got, I got to throw something in there because you guys are down in the area. Have any of you guys start the mini series start of the Laurel Canyon? No, it's it's uh, on power from my house. It's on Showtime or HBO, but it's I think it's four or five parts. But it starts out Laurel Canyon in like the mid '60s, where everybody has the mamas, the papas, the monkeys, the uh, and all of them move in, and the Burge, Crosby, Stills, Nash, Young, all of that whole movement that came out of that. And the first one in the neighborhood was Frank Zappa. He was already living there before anybody and everybody moved in around them and it has interviews with there. It's amazing. It's awesome. Uh, Last week. Well, George episode. was in uh, the mothers of invention, like what? 67 to 68 from the band. Yeah. Yeah. And then they or go not the over band, that. Sorry. Buffalo a little feet. The little feet, um, the band. And then, and then I heard Frank Zappa kicked him out. Cause he said, start your own band. You're too good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, what happened? What happened? I got this from Jay. Okay. So Jay, you guys know who Jay Starling is? He's from Fredericksburg, my hometown, and he's like in the bluegrass scene. Okay. Um, his dad is a really he, – he just passed away a year ago, but his dad um, is a really, really famous Grammy-winning bluegrass guy. And um, he was Lil George's best friend, like how me and Christian are, guys. It's the same thing. And, uh, and, he, and Lil George told him that it was basically like he was playing with Frank Zappa, said, hey, I want to go start a Southern rock band. And then Frank Zappa goes, oh, that'll be a little feat, like, like making fun of him for playing that kind of music. And that's and so that's how he oh, took the name. Shit. Oh, that's where that came from. Holy wow. shit! Wow, that's not that's not beaksable. I thought I thought they wore like. Are you beaksing me, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, was I? I didn't mean to. Sorry. I read it on a meme. <laughs> yeah. Right. So okay, we've talked about like the song that defines you and the, the um, mission of the musician. Have you guys ever sat down and talked about like? Because okay, this this might be cheesy, but like corporations they have like mission statements right right so has the band ever sat down and talked about something like that together like this is what we want to accomplish as a band like this is our thing funny when we had jeff our old manager um he actually tried to get us to create a mission statement and then we never did it (laughs) (laughs) to his chagrin to his chagrin (laughs) trust me that's that's a jeff word to his chagrin (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, we do more talking about the music um and the jams and stuff um what is a city without its music the legacy of the new york philharmonic is incredible nearly two centuries of history that's a lot of music and a lot of stories i was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking i can't quite believe this is happening Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I mean... Why complicate it? Maybe, yeah. maybe we indirectly talked about mission statements without saying it. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't think that you had like something written down that you carry in a briefcase with you. I just wonder, like that'd be pretty rad. That would though. be rad. Get it tattooed on your back. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. But I mean, we, we've all had that that experience at shows, and then you become the ones that are playing the music, and so there's got to be intention behind everything. And so I guess that's what I'm getting at. Like, yeah, there there's always intention behind everything, whether it's conscious or not. So unconscious intention. Yeah. I, if I intentional intention, unintentional intention. Yeah. yeah, That's that's a new thing. 
one one part about it's you go go Justin. no go for it jesse i was just gonna say that it dawned on me i mean one of the things that's really i think the whole band will agree on this um one of the things is that we're all unified in the music and the direction of the music the type of musical writing um and you know when you're coming up and you're trying to jam and find bands to like you know make it a music with a lot of times you know, there might be a great friendship or the players are great, but if, you know, but they have a different vision of what the band is and that's when the egos come out and then the band breaks up. Mm-hmm. And this is so special for me being 46, being the old way older guy in the band, because I only found this, I played in tons of projects and, and bands, but I've only been in one other like bigger band and that's purple school bus from the nineties. And, and that was the same thing. We were all together, like, uh, you know, a band of brothers and, um, all unified in our vision. And this is, you know, so it's taken like 20 years for me to find that. I traveled all over the country to basically, fi- you know, find this. Wow. Craig's having all the musicians on the same page, you know, goes a long way. Yeah. For sure. I bet. Yeah. That's an amazing amount of uh, power and energy that you guys are creating by not only playing the music together, but coming up with things in your head that you agree on. That's, I, I don't know what, what the word for that is. Manifestation. It's miracle. Miracle. It's God. It's, it's the miracle. universe. It's like, well, it's, it's an incredible gift. Yeah. Because I think we are so like prior to 2020, <laughs> we were so into like just enjoying the music. But like, if you really think about it, you guys are providing this. And my idea of what the um, musician's mission is, is you're providing such a intimate uh, relationship with something that's not material and it like if you're so sad sometimes your partner can't comfort you but if you put on your song that can totally like just make you stop crying and if you really are excited you just got the job or you got the gig and you go in your car and you turn up your favorite song and you drive fast and you like enjoy it like the you guys the musicians are creating this like um person or this entity that we get to travel and be with during our most intimate times like no one else could ever be wow damn damn that yeah drop the mic on that one shit hey um, and on that note look so this is even funnier my phone is about to die like, oh, right now no. okay. uh, yeah, I'm in the, I'm, there's nowhere for me to charge my phone okay uh, we love you, man. Super sorry. Behind you. no disrespect super sorry That's love okay. you guys we love you too love man. You. i'll just, just talk until it hangs up but it's gonna hang up any second okay <laughs> okay Apple, we never got your answer. I forgot to get your answer. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm perplexed. I, I see that outlet in the tree behind Jesse, and I don't understand why he's not using it. He could just it. plug oh, it no. into the sun. <laughs> What's the, I, what, what did you say? I can't hear you. What did you say? Nothing. Just messing he's messing with you. With I said plug into that tree. Apple. Oh, okay. To me, the musician, I think, and not just musicians, but like what Mel was just talking, everybody's talking about the change in 2020. It's everybody's mission at this point to boil down to one word is live. <clears throat> to keep living, keep life going, keep it. Cause this is, you know, this has been crazy what we've gone through and it, it's, we're, we keep talking about, we're all getting stronger and it, it's our responsibility to live. Just keep on, keep on going and push through all this and become stronger from it. Wow. And musicians to me, you guys provide, we're talking about healing life, all that, that boils right down to living too and life. 
you guys provide like right now i think we all you guys as musicians us as spectators i feel like i feel beat up man my arm hurts my thing i need some band-aids i need some health you know i can't wait for live music again i'm hurting dude not having it yeah oh my god jeez dude i it's literally had a dream yeah, you know, about going kind of another official. aspect of you it's know what it about music. you know it's there's the songs and how you kind of relate to the songs and and, you know, what the songwriter has experienced to interpret that into a song. And then there's also, you know, the live music thing, which is, is really a totally different thing. Like the act of being in a room with a group of other people and you're listening to the same thing and you're all getting on the same frequency, on the same on the same page, on the same level. And there, there's something really beautiful about that that, mm-hmm. that I know I'm missing these days because, you know, it's I think it's really important. It's a really important thing to just... I'll be digging the same music live together in the same room. Well, the, yeah, there's yeah. Like, it's like, like almost don't need the, the mission statement. It's like the mission statement is almost like so obvious to us. Like it's all starts from like when you're a kid and you pick up a guitar and you start playing it because it feels good. And you want to like replicate these songs that you were listening to that are awesome and that you love. And then you start this band in your garage with your friends and it's like awesome. And then you realize you become conscious that you're providing that beautiful experience for people that you cherish so much. Like I love going to shows. I love being in the crowd and being there with my buddies and watching some band just blow my mind. So you realize that you're starting to do that yourself and you take great responsibility in that and um, don't take it for granted. And you, you, you uh, apply it and you try to entertain people just like you've been entertained by uh, bands in the past. So they're like almost doesn't need to be a mission statement because it's just, it's almost like this unspoken uh, common drive that we all have as musicians. So Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's like raw. Our mission statements to rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> also what like, what do you want to do with your life? I want to rock. I no, but David, you, talking about that shared experience, man, it's it's so it's so big. It, like we we can go to a little show <clears throat> down with twenty five people or fifty people in a bar, or you can go to a stadium, and that experience that happens is the same thing. That that moment of syncing up with the crowd and the crowd syncing with the band that is that's a big deal man i i can only think of a one or two other things that that happens like maybe at a sporting event when you're cheering for the same team that kind of happens but at a concert it's something completely different you can take it home with you yeah you can listen to that on on the way home and be just as pumped and i didn't realize like because i had never had it taken away from me i i mean i knew i needed it and i knew that it was important and that it it kept me going but i didn't understand all the places that that thing filled up inside of me until now and it's like if I ever took it for granted before, when, when it's back, I'll never again like f- feel like, oh, I don't feel like going tonight. Or it's going to be like, okay, I have the opportunity to do this. Like, I'm, I'm out. I'm going. And just knowing that that <clears throat> is out there waiting and it's, the batteries are all charged up and everybody's ready to go, man, I... 
<clears throat> I can't imagine what it's going to be like when we all finally get back together. I cannot wait. <laughs> is there is there any news on your guys's end of what's going on or things loosening up or what's going on? Things are starting uh, to loosen up a little. Um, yeah. Yeah, other areas more so than other areas. Yeah, right. venues are starting to open back up. People are starting to do gigs again. Restaurants are starting to open up. Uh, the gigs that are happening, though, are like kind of smaller, like in smaller bars and things like that. But, I mean, things are starting to roll. Good, man. I think like the bigger venues might be like more like phase four type of stuff. But, uh, for example, like this venue we play at all the time, the Wayfair that usually facilitates maybe like 250 people in the room is going to be doing these like patio acoustic style events and things like that. Um, so we might... Uh, partake in something like that so we're going to kind of s- definitely start to dip our foot into whatever we can i know arizona too is opening up at like quarter capacity i saw um, i that's saw what's uh, happening here it's, yeah, a, it's a thing. friday uh it's the phase one not our county but a lot of counties around the, you know the more populated ones are going to be a little slower but the venues opening restaurants in fact this evening we're going to try going to a, one of our favorite restaurants down the street i actually went to the gym today it was yeah, amazing to first time first time back first time in four wow. months it was crazy awesome. i'm dying <laughs> I, I think it's funny like we said t- i went to the gym today everybody's like oh <laughs> woo. yeah but yeah, think about that like, i'm going crazy. to a show <laughs> dude like a show seems so much more sanitary and so much more reasonable than the gym I agree. <laughs> like not spreading well, the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Depends on the so show. Depends on how many pipes you share. I've I been guess. to a lot of metal sweating metal concerts proximity. that are not by any means sanitary. <laughs> <laughs> I've smelled some things, man. Yeah. I've smelled some things. So okay. So we've talked about that. Okay, I I got a cheesy one for you guys. Okay. All right? I keep saying that. No, no, I've mean, been waiting. He was running cheese. some of these by me the other day, and I was like. All right. This one's cheesy, but all right, let's get cheesy. This is something that we've all talked about, and I, I think I know everybody's answer here already. But if you were an animal, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I don't think you know my answer. I do. I th- okay. Anyway, I don't remember. Yeah, if you were an animal, I want what? Which one would you be, and why do you say that? What's your spirit animal? No, no, no. Oh. If you were an animal, you could pick one animal. Yeah, to be. which could be your spirit <laughs> animal or not. Hey. I'd pick a dog because my dog is just so in the moment. And Aww. dogs do have the best life. care about anything except what's right in front of them. That's <laughs> just, rad. You know, eager to go for a walk. I just say the word walk and he goes crazy. Yep. Us too. That too loud. Yeah. Darwin hear hear you. Yeah. Hear through the headphones. There's something to be said about that. Like that joy of life. You, that's the best Garrett. You are totally a happy, cute, go lucky dog. bringing sunshine <laughs> to their owner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. Next. Uh, if if I could pick one animal that I'd like to be, yeah. I, I guess it would be like an eagle, you know, Ooh. just being able to get out there and go fly. <laughs> that that's would be rad. awesome. That's fly a, like an eagle. That's a kick-ass answer. Yeah. Just like some. Do, 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 do. <clears throat> Oh, this, this question is tough, man. I, okay, wait. Yes. I'll, I'll go. This I'll is go. cheesy. This is, this is cheesy. like Velveeta. <laughs> no, yes. I, I'll tell you what, though, man. This... Hold on one second. Um... God, what would I be, man? What would I be? Uh, <laughs> it, it may be cheesy, but check this out. It tells yeah. you something about the person that answers it in a way that they can't articulate it otherwise. There's a reason that they picked that animal, and it reveals something about their, their nature. So, 
Okay, since you're doing that, I gotta be. I gotta go with my gut. You're you're you're, you're like yeah. You're Analyzing making this real right now. This, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm doing this again. It's kind of lame because like before Jesse came up with his answer earlier, I had the same thought. I had the same thought as Garrett as well. I'm, I'm such a dog guy. Like I love my dog so much, and I love my dog's personality, and I just love the way like they're just there to be there and hang and like like go on a walk with you and they get so stoked and like life is cool. And like, it's just a, it's a great energy. It's my favorite energy. And that's so typical because like either like we have dogs or cats. So right. Like one or the other, but do you ever see um, your dog you know, bummed out? Phenomenal. I don't. Yes. Think, I, we, our dog is, is dog. weird. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love your dog. Yeah. Oh, he's Darwin. awesome, but he can be so Darwin's the best. Bummed. Darwin's moody. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a bit of a diva. Oh, Darwin. He's, he's literally underneath the table right now. I've got oh. my foot on his back. I could also say the same thing about my cat. All yeah. this cat thinks about is a string. <laughs> I'll, walk in, I'll walk out of my room and he freaking dashes. Right, his name's Dash. He'll dash right in dash. front of me. And just start meowing. I could pick him up and you know pet him all over. He's like the coolest cat I've ever owned. So are all, he, all he wants is that string. Are are the dog? He's wake up in the morning. He's like, play with me with the string. That's it. That's, one, it. that's called one pointedness. That's it. Dalai Lama talks about I'd say that. Cats are very simple. Like, I like it. Apple, what what are, what's your answer? I, I was gonna say I'm with Barsky on that. I've always in my entire life I I've loved eagle. And nothing fucks with an eagle except for people. Eagle and and being able to fly and just I mean that's the reason I like the Philadelphia Eagles. I started that when I was seven because I like my yeah. uncles made me pick a team. Yes, and I was like, I like Eagles, so I want to. I like the Eagles, and wow. it, you know, yeah. maybe that's why I picked it too. Yeah, it might have something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Big Eagles fan too. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I would go with an owl. For the same reason, like flying. Who? I love flying. Who? <laughs> I would want to be able to fly, but also there's something about like the total like stealth. They're completely well, and silent. They're nocturnal. They're nocturnal. They, they're sneaky. You can't find an owl. No, you don't hunt owls. No. no. An owl just <laughs> I'm an owl hunter. exists in the like nether it's i love owls okay rider rider wants to exist in the nether i do mel that's awesome i don't have i have a hard time with these types of questions they have to pinpoint what i would come on gotta play um i guess i really think that spiders are so cool i'm scared of them but think about listen they go wherever the hell they want they will creepy crawl into anything a tall building a tree they freaking make themselves hang into nothing okay but what kind of spider um, a cool one. <laughs> a cool, cool one. <laughs> like a, like the big old orb weaver that was living in in our garage. Well, I mean, a little bit more um, ambitious than that one, but yes, yeah. that's something. That's okay. Yeah, that's I picture. Sc- I'm scared. Like, I picture Mel's like a little, she said that like a little one of the wolf spiders with all the eyes that are always hopping <laughs> with a big like, with know. big hair. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just they, they do amazing things with you know getting the webs together. I mean that's that's Dude, amazing. They jump like they they're throw just a web together. And, and they're yeah. so per- precise with their webs too. They're perfect. Like mm-hmm. I'm down yeah. with that. Okay. Do they have mommy yeah. long legs? Do those exist? It's a mommy. <laughs> yeah. That's what Mel is. She's a mommy, mommy long, long legs. Mommy long legs. <laughs> <laughs> um. I got to go with a bear. Well, yeah. Yeah, a bear. And not for the obvious reason, because I dig that bears are like 
family creatures. Like the mom hangs out with the kids and stays with them until they're chill. And then they go off and do their own thing. And I love that they hunker down for the winter. I was going to say you want to hibernate and fucking fucking knew it. I think that's so badass. Like, I'm dipping out for a season. I do a lot, I'm man. Done. I need the season off. That's fucking cool as shit. If the weather's shitty outside, fuck it. Yeah, fuck this. I'm going to sleep. I'll see you in the spring. Get all fat, yeah. ready to go to bed for mm-hmm. three months. Yeah. That honey jar. That was so funny. As soon as you said bear, I was like, Aaron just wants a hibernate. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Aaron's favorite thing in the in the universe. He does love sleep. honey. Yeah. Constantly. He's the one that eats most of the honey. I think every... Okay. Here's, a, here's another cheesy... Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I think everybody loves to sleep, man. Who doesn't like sleeping? Sleeping's That's fucking true. great. I, I love, love sleeping. Sleeping's yeah. the shit. I do know people who, <laughs> like, who don't shit. like yeah. it, though. Really? Yeah. It would, like, my dad hates sleeping. Hates well, you, it. Yeah, but your dad's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Rory also hates sleeping, but you can also put her in the same category. I get excited. Sometimes, like I understand. Oh the shit! Mentality. I get to go to bed tonight. Fuck yeah! I understand the mentality of hating sleep. Like I would also like an extra eight hours every day to do things. That'd be cool if I could have an option to like not sleep and never get tired. I I probably yeah, no, would. I'll pass. I'm a bear. Yeah. Okay. So musicians spend an inordinate amount of time out on the road, typically, and that's one of the things that's tripped me out about talking to. Uh, musicians during the coronavirus thing like i forget who it was we spoke to i think it was oh mark levy from circles he was like you guys i've never been home for this long like i've never slept in my own bed for this many nights in a row and that tripped me out i was like wow that is a huge sacrifice for the music to because like i just said i love my bed and to not have that. And also, like, there's a certain comfort and safety in coming home that you guys give up when you're out on the road, right? So is there something that you miss from being on the road right now other than playing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's cool that you say that, too, because, like, you know, if you walk into a venue and you watch a band and you don't think about the fact that those guys are away from their family and they're traveling and like they're sleeping in motels and like things like that, you're kind of disconnected from like what's going on like entirely. So it's almost like, yeah, PSA, like musicians are like away from their families and like it's hard. So it's it's cool to, that, that you bring that up. And it's like um, knowing that it like gives you so much of a more of a connection mm-hmm. and like it humanizes the musician so much more. Yes. So, um, yeah, I just think that's really cool that you bring that up. Yeah, John, um, but like I what I miss right now is rest <laughs> stops and trucker stops. I was like just going to say, no, you're like searching oh. for snacks and oh. looking for like Gatorades and stuff like that. Like that's basically life on the road. And like I am missing that right now. Really? Oh, yeah. Like when you go in and you're like, oh, dude, do they have that yerba mate that I'm looking for? Like, that's the highlight of your day because all the other eight hours you're just driving, you know? So, like, obviously, like hanging out with your boys and like laughing and doing stuff is awesome, too. But, like, when you get to that trucker stop, you're like, oh, dude, like, I'm going to get It's like a mission. So, like, yeah, I'm missing like um, loves right now and like quick stops and wawas and like all those, like, big trucker stops those things are that's awesome i mean i miss um my friends i miss hugging my friends Aww. and meeting new people yeah. um and seeing new things 
going on, you know, being places I've never been. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I love home, of course, but there, there's something about being on the road that, you know, I'm definitely drawn to. I just love waking up in another town every day and, and, you know, having to take a second to remember where you are and how you got there and everything, <laughs> you know, yeah, instead of just true. kind of waking up and in your same bed every day and then kind of going through the same routine every day. I kind of like staying away from like the same routine every day. Do you kind of like something no, Dave, different? David, I was waiting for David to say, hey, pizza, because you seem to love hunting down pizza everywhere you guys go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, food is that, yeah, that's key. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. finding finding food that you like in every town. That's exciting, you know. Like it, looking up what you know, what do people in this town like? You know, John's really good at that. That's what He's I was really going to ask. Who's like, who's the food? You don't know, miss waking up next to Thanks. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait, waking up <laughs> big spoon for Gary. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay to cuddle I, your bro, man. It's yeah. all right. I miss feel I miss feeling super run down and like lacking sleep and like dehydrated and like all those things Body like broken. It's, it's I miss it. He's, he's serious. <laughs> he's serious. I know what you mean. I miss dude. I'm going to say something super controversial right now. I miss the day after the day after rolling. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I disagree with you. I miss it. Is that, is that the worst? Is that like like when you lift weights? It's like not the day after you lift, but like the next day after it hurts. Yes. like really bad. Mm -hmm. Is that yeah. the same with ecstasy? Totally. Yeah. Totally. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I there's a that. word for it, like the Monday or Tuesday blues or some shit like that. Like <laughs> I forget what it's called, but yeah, I there's a dip, a serotonin dip, and it takes. I think 48 hours for you to really feel the the punch and like okay. I've woken up that day after day after and been like wait is it wait I don't oh shit oh cool I got away with it sweet <laughs> like all and right then noon yeah. comes yeah. and you're like oh, oh everything sucks and it's bad I, I also <laughs> miss like the the anticipation of the day before a show yes yeah, we were talking about that, that the, the butterflies and then the nerve, like the day you, the day you wake up when you know, especially when you know you're going to go to a festival. Yeah. When you're packing yeah. and everything and getting ready to go and that whole build up to it, man, I miss that. Sure. Getting the, getting the butterflies, everything, just like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And then the come down afterwards. All it's, of it. it and, yeah. and it's funny that to think that we would miss being dehydrated or burnt out and... Fuck, man! It, I I get it. I totally understand, man. It's this whole thing has been really weird. The the mental side of the lockdown is tough for a lot of people, man. And I honestly, without music, I, I don't know how people do it. Like I know people that don't like music. And I just wonder, like, what what do you do? What do you do with yourself, man? Like, how do you make it through times when you're struggling? Like, that's my go-to for sure. And well, it's hard to get away from music. I mean, it's on every commercial, TV, radio, yeah. whatever. If you're, if you're listening to anything, it's usually present somewhere. I just noticed you're wearing our shirt. Yeah, he's got the defined. Yeah, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, nice. I think I've been wearing this shirt for like two days straight. <laughs> Maybe three. They're very comfy. I want you guys to come to the house so bad and do a show. Aww. So bad. 
I, we want I, that too. We've been be thinking great. about it so much. <laughs> I wonder, when we were talking about like show, like favorite shows and stuff, I, one of ours favorites ever. And no matter like when Fish is opening for you guys and stuff, it's still going to be going back to McMinimins down in Salem. Oh my god! Oh, that Being was that so it was so fun. intimate, was so it was fun. just us. We we like got to eat and hang out with you guys. It was just so fun, and you guys got to pull extra special stuff out of the bag that you might not have normally done at a you know bigger yeah. venue. That one is always going to be that was like the bonding of our two families. Yeah, yeah this was really we helped you guys load yeah. up. And <laughs> oh, it was, that, it was that was so one of my fun. favorite memories yeah. with you for sure. Your roadie dipped out on you. <laughs> James disappeared. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, we, we relieved James. Yes. That's right. We were there for him. We, we, yeah, we he had, had his a, back. He had an engagement. Well, engagement. Thanks, yeah. thanks for, for being cheesy with me, man. I, I just was thinking about talking to you guys, and I was like, you know, let's just do something that's... Real quick, what's easy. everyone's favorite color? Uh, that's a quick one. Oh, okay. Orange. Blue. Purple. Orange. Oh, two oranges. Riders? Who's the other orange? Uh, oh, you're orange too. I didn't know blue. that. And it's funny. Blue's my other favorite color. Yeah, blue. orange and blue. No. That's, yeah, that's the opposite of orange. <laughs> yeah. blue and orange it's changing right now. I really always love blue usually. Well, but... and you have a blue and orange microphone over there. Yeah, see, and I was going to say, well, this one's yellow, but I was going to say mustard. And so that's mustard. why I have I like these it. two colors is because of blue and yellow. All right. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why? Well, yeah. for me, well, it's like, like because I'm bored in October and I have this association with like Halloween and like the black and orange thing. And like right. black isn't even a color. So yeah, got to go with true. orange. Okay. Purple's majestic. Well, and I have a lot. I mean, orange and purple are my favorite, but purple always has yeah. been since a kid. I own a lot of orange stuff, though. Wait, wait, <laughs> I got I Star Wars orange. is why blue is my favorite. Okay. Because all the good Jedi had the blue lightsabers. Wow. Right. Are you a nerd? That's yeah. Nerd. 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 nerd alert. Nerd. Yeah. nerd. Oh. Um, I, midnight blue. Because it's uh, yeah, not I quite really black. Navy blue. But midnight. it's still it's blue and it feels comfortable. That's why I like it. No. It feels comfortable. I, you know, it feels melancholy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It does. Yeah. Like that. There's just so much insanity going on, man. And you know, I I've been thinking a lot lately about the mission of the podcast, like what our voice is. And I really like that's why I wanted to do this with you guys, because we're family and I just wanted to put something fun out. Something nice that you don't you know, man, it's just there's no political nothing. It's just a bunch of people talking that love each other and hanging out and spreading love out into the world and putting that vibration out and so that it can ripple and get bigger and become a tidal wave and we can all live together and be nice to each other. Be nice. And everybody can just take a breath and chill, man. Absolutely. So that was that was the point. Anyway. Thanks for playing, you guys. It's been fun. Thanks for having me so much. I loved all your questions. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, we where, each get a consolation prize. Yeah. You will get the whole you get the no, no simple, simple road, road home game. game. Oh. Totally do. I'm sending it to you. Uh, where can everybody find out information, get merch, and all that stuff for you guys? www.thehigsmusic.com. You can go to our Facebook. You can go to our Instagram. You can go to our Twitter. Um, but um, yeah, if you want to get merch, the easiest way is to go to the website, thehigsmusic.com. And what's that album again? Cool videos on YouTube and Facebook as well. 
and the yep. album Instagram. new album rose will fall is available on all streaming platforms yeah. and you know what don't don't just stream it go go buy it man yeah. these guys are all out of work right now and um they need Garrett, money. are you still doing your little side hustle gig? Still delivering cakes, yeah. yeah right on. Nice. Have you money. have you dropped a cake or had one smashed? Yes, actually. <laughs> um, so a guy pulled out in front of me, and I had to slam on my brakes. Oh, no. and I had the cake box in the passenger seat. I usually have it in the back, but I only had one, so I had it in the passenger seat, and it flew to the floorboard. Oh, what do you do? I opened it up and it was all just smashed. So I just started eating the cake and went back and had another one. And I went and smoked a bowl. I love wow. that. I you eat it. <laughs> you might as well at that point. Somebody's yeah. got to enjoy it. I, I, they don't care. So, Well, I know that we had plans canceled with you guys before all this happened. And when it's over, the invitation is open. Yep. For you guys to come hang out and be in Portland. Hang out with us. Yeah. So hopefully that'll, hopefully that'll happen soon, man. Hopefully. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I love you guys, man. I love yeah. you too, man. And just yeah, we love a, you a, back. on a final note, I, w- I just want to say that one of my favorite episodes, because you brought up your father earlier, was the episode where you interviewed your dad. <laughs> and uh, for people who haven't listened to that episode that are tuning in now, you should go back and listen to that episode because I think that gives great insight on like why you're such a great person, Aaron, and like why you're so creative and why you're doing what you're doing. So I just uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to mention that. John, man. Hell yeah. Thanks, brother. That means That's a lot, cool. dude. That That is one of my favorite episodes too, John. Like I haven't been able to go back and listen to that. Yeah, I one day. Sure, man. later. You know, and I lost my dad when I was 16, so I, I relate with you, man. I, I get where you're coming from and I see how he's inspired you and it's fucking awesome dude thank Aww. you brother i appreciate yeah. that i love you guys man that's right and uh we'll, we'll do this again soon absolutely yeah it's, it's good to see you guys it really is really good to see your faces david garrett john take it so easy to see guys. You guys. Right, guys bye thanks for having us yeah let's do it again yeah yes. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
Then the fur and hell means bend the earth and alchemy can bring the birth and melody of a new form. So persistent, so persistent, so insistent, so commitment, so resilient, or haven't you learned it? But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Bowie, Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that make titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.